Right, so we'll say good morning. So today's daf. So today's daf is Kof Hey Amud Aleph, and we will begin on Kof Hey Amud Aleph. So let's begin. Um, Rav Hananya Bar Shamia. So it's the third line down, second to last word on the page. Rav Hananya Bar Shamia, the Talmidei Dirav. Rav Hananya Bar Shamia and the Talmidim of Rav. We're sitting and having a suda. And Rav Hamnuna Saba was attending to them. As we already pointed out two days ago, this was often the case where you had these, these meals of Talmidi Chachamim, and one of them would agree to, uh, to serve the rest. So what happens? Amrulei zil chazi imakdish yoma. So they said so they said to Rav Hanuna Saba, do us a favor, go out and essentially see, literally means see if the day has become sanctified. Now, the Rajpan points out they're having this meal on Erev Shabbos, and the meal is going for a while. So he says, Rav Hanuna Saba, go out and see Imak Shoma, if Shabbos has begun. If Shabbos has begun. And if that's the case, Nafsik, we will stop. And we will reestablish our meal for the sake of Shabbos. Now look at the Rashbam for just a moment. So Rashbam says, bakiras shulchan. Now when they say we'll stop, what they mean over here is literally we'll remove the table. And the Rashbam says, And then we'll go ahead and we'll resume eating L'Shem Shabbos. L'Shem Shabbos. Okay. So what happened? Amr Sab said to them, you do not need to go to these measures. Shabbos kava nafsha. Shabbos establishes itself. Now look at the Rashbam again. First one line in the Rashbam. Lo shulchan. You don't have to go ahead and stop the meal by removing the table. Now what was interesting over here is the following. What these Rabbanim felt was, look, obviously we have to stop. We have to stop. And in order to reestablish the meal for Shabbos Kodesh, we somehow have to make some type of dramatic stoppage. So to go ahead and remove the table. So Rav Hamluna Saba says, no, it's not true. You don't actually have to do anything. Well, we'll see anything doesn't mean anything. But it means you don't have to remove the table. Why? Because Shabbos establishes itself. Now, what does that mean? Take a look at the Rashbam again. The Shabbos Kavanafsha, the Suudasa. Shabbos establishes itself for meal purposes. Good. Here's what's interesting. Once Shabbos begins, you are not permitted to eat without Kiddush. There is no greater Hefsik than this. So simply by the arrival of Shabbos, that creates a distinction within this meal itself, between the weekday meal and the Shabbos meal. Rather, so what do you need? You don't have to remove the table. Now what you do need, we spoke about this before, is prisas mapos, to cover the table. Because again, as we said before, cover, and covering the table, by the way, covering the food on the table, is a normal din in Su'ud Shabbos, right? We saw that before. That's part of the reason why we, one of the, part of the reason why we cover the chalas on Shabbos. The idea of prisas mapa is to go ahead and say, that to show that this suuda is in fact covered Shabbos. So it says Rav Hamluna Saba, you don't have to remove the table, just simply cover it, make Kiddush, remove the cover, and poof, you have suudas Shabbos. Back up top to the Gemara. Do Amarav, because Rav said, 
כשם שהשבס קובעס למייסר, כך שבס קובעס לקידוש. Because Rav said that the same way that the Shabbos establishes itself for Meiser purposes, so too Shabbos establishes itself for Kiddush. Now, what does that mean? Take a look at the Rashbam again. Kishim Shekovaas La Meiser. The Rashbam writes, Perish. It's actually interesting. Halacha. Perish. Achilas Aray the Shabbos. Chashvi Osa Keva. We'll say the halacha is like this. Before you have a fully processed grain or fully processed, of course, fully processed grain, you're, you're permitted to go ahead and eat Achilas Aray. You're permitted to eat a snack from it, even though, again, it's not, you haven't tithed it. However, again, once food is fully, being furnished, fully processed, the Maisei can't even eat a snack without going ahead and taking trumos and maestros from it. So what the Gemara is saying over here is Shabbos is something very interesting. That Shab, on Shabbos, at least halachically, there's no such thing as snacking. On Shabbos, everything you eat, one, one would argue the opposite, right? But on Shabbos, everything you eat has the status of a meal. As such, as such, you can't go ahead and eat from any kind of untithed produce. Again, even though you'd be able to snack on that item during the week, Shabbos is what the Gemara, so what Rav is saying is the same way that Shabbos establishes acts of consumption as a meal, so to what? Shabbos establishes a meal as a Shabbos meal. So look at the Rashbam. Keshem Shekhavas Lemaiser, Perush Achilas Haraydi Shabbos Chashvi Osakeva Lemaiser. Even a snack on Shabbos is considered to be like an established meal for the sake of Meiser. He quotes over here from Dahavi Oneg, because the idea behind that is that since since Shabbos, since Shabbos, there's a mitzvah of Oneg, and part of the way that we fulfill the mitzvah of Oneg is through Suuda. Therefore, by definition, every every act of consumption becomes Choshev. Afilu Suuda Kol Shehi Didei, Kol Shehu Didei, Kava, Keva, Hu Ve'in Ochlen B'Shabbos Afilu Arai Mitvua Shlo Nigmura Malachta Lameiser. Therefore, again, you would not be able to eat even a snack from an untithed, fully, fully finished produce item on Shabbos, because Shabbos converts every act of consumption into a meal. Therefore, El Imkain Isram Erev Shabbos, fine. Therefore, the same way, Rav says, that Shabbos is Kova'as Lemaiser, Kach Shabbos Kova'as Lekidish. Look at the next Rashbam. Sha'asra lit om ad kadish. Because the haloch is once Shabbos starts, you are not permitted to eat anything, you are not permitted to eat anything before Kiddish at night. Alma, so what is Rav showing? What is the Gemara showing? The Gemara showing that once Shabbos comes, by definition, Shabbos converts all meals into what? Into Shabbos meals. You don't actually even have to do anything. The only thing you actually have to do is what, Rabbi Osai? Is make Kiddush. Is make Kiddush. And once you're making Kiddush, you're pouring smapa, you place a cloth over the table, and that's enough to convert the meal. So the Gemara says, So we'll say we are on Kuf Hei Amud Aleph, two, four, six, eight, nine lines down from the top. So we'll say, again, so what we have over here now is you have these Rabbanim sitting and eating. They started the meal Friday afternoon. The meal extends already late into the day. It's Shabbos. It's Shabbos, or it's close to Shabbos. They want Rav Yemar Sabah to go out, check, has it become Shabbos already? Because if that's the case, they're going to remove the table, make Kiddush, and then bring the table back. And Rav Yemar Sabah says, you don't have to do that. Why? Because you don't have to create a Shabbos meal. Shabbos creates the Shabbos meal. And the only thing you need to do is pour a smapa, spread a cloth over the table, and make a Kiddush. So the Gemara says, Savar Minam, they inferred from this, Ki de kavala Kiddush, Kach kavala Havdala. 
Now, I will say, we can make the logical assumption that the same way that Shabbos establishes the meal, meaning that the same way that once Shabbos arrives, by definition, that converts the meal into a Shabbos meal, albeit you have to go out and first make Yiddish, so we would assume that the same the same process applies to Havdalah. Now, what does that mean? Look, look at Rashbam. Kova'as Lekiddish, the same way that Shabbos Kova'as Lekiddish, Sha'asra Lit Om Achi Kaddish, that you can't eat anything until after you make Yiddish. So just like Shabbos converts the Friday afternoon meal into a Shabbos meal, and now again, at this point in time, you can't eat anymore without making Yiddish. Listen to this. I would assume the same process applies to Havdalah. What does that mean? So let's say they're sitting and eating a meal. I'm sitting and eating Shalash of this, and what happens? And now it gets dark. Gets dark. I might have thought that what? That it is usher to eat until I make Havdalah. That one Shabbos is over, you're not really allowed to eat until after you make Havdalah. To make a, so I might have thought the same logic applies over here. The same way that when Shabbos comes, by definition, Shabbos establishes that Shabbos, uh, that, that meal as a Shabbos meal. And that creates now a stoppage. Why? Or a cessation. Because now I can't go any further until I go out and make Kiddush. So I might have thought it's the same on the back end of Shabbos. That's when Shabbos is over. Even if I'm in the middle of a meal, I have to stop. Because now once Shabbos is over, then what? It's time for Avdallah. Once it's time for Avdallah, there is no, you can't eat without Avdallah. So I have to eat place a cloth over the table, make Avdallah, and then if I want to continue the meal afterwards, I continue the meal afterwards. To which the Gemara says, Amar Luhu Rav Amram, Hachi Amar Rav. Rav Amram said no, but that's actually not the case. Because in fact, what Rav said was the following, Likidish Kovaas, Velo Lahavdallah Kovaas. It's not true. It's not true. Rav actually said that Lemaisa, this process only works for Kiddush, but doesn't work for Avdallah, meaning it's the arrival of Shabbos that transforms the meal into a Shabbos meal, and by definition requires prisas mapa, spreading of a cloth over the table, and then the recitation of Kiddush, but this same process does not apply to Havdalah. Look at Rashbam again. Rashbam says, Havdalah ena kovaas which literally means Havdalah does not establish, meaning Havdalah does not establish at the meal. The end of Shabbos is not established at the meal is over. Because remember what's happening over here. When did I start this meal? I began this meal while it was still Shabbos, during the day. Therefore, what? Zehu covered Shabbos. Then what? That is, bless you, that is considered to be Suda Shabbos, covered Shabbos, excuse me, to continue the meal even after it's dark. And after you finish your Suda, then you'll make Havdal. I will say, obviously, we also know, the Gemara will get into this later on, there's the concept of Tosefa Shabbos. There is the concept of adding on to Shabbos. So by definition, again, remember, the idea the idea that the Gemara is making, of this, look, there's an idea of Tosef and Shabbos on the front end also. But at the end of the day, if you don't start Shabbos early, you don't start Shabbos early. But at some point in time, Shabbos is here. So Shabbos transforms the Suda upon its arrival. But again, the Maestro says the Gemara, there's Havdalah, or there's the, end, the technical, we'll call it calendrical end, of Shabbos does not actually create an end of Shabbos itself. Therefore, there would be no obligation to be Pori Smapa on Shalashudis and make Havdalah. 
we're going to qualify this right now. Vahani mili. So let's 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 analyze this. So when do we say that you don't have to stop if the meal extends into Matzah Shabbos? Vahani mili leinyan mifsak lo mafsekinon. This is talking about if you've already begun a meal. Right, so meaning if I already washed, or I already, the truth is here, he doesn't, we'll see if it has to be washing or not. But as this, I was already, I already started the meal when it was still actual Shabbos. Take a look at the Rashbam for just a moment, Vahani Mili. There's a couple of Vahani Mili Rashbams over here. So we're just going on. Vahani Mili, Davdala Enakovas, Lafsuke Seudasa. So when do we say that Havdalah does not create a halachic end to the meal? That's when you've already begun beforehand. But I both say if it's already dark, if it's already dark, but if it's already dark, you would not be permitted to go ahead and begin a meal. Because at that point in time, once it's dark already, then what? Then technically speaking, that it's already the time for Havdalah. Once it's already the time for Havdalah, then what? Then you can't eat without first making Havdalah. Furthermore, says the Gemara, so, for, so, so caveat number one is you have to have started during the day. It's caveat number two. Umifsak lam nami lo amran ela ba'achila aval bishtia lo. So furthermore, says the Gemara, that the concept, the concept of stopping, or the concept of not stopping, is in the din of, is in eating. Right? That if you're already eating, you don't have to stop. But if all you're doing is drinking, then Lamai said that you would have to stop when the time of Havdalah arrives. Ushtia namilo amran, ela bechamra v'shichra. And furthermore, when we speak about stopping of drinking, that's only for something what? That's only for something like alcohol, like wine or beer. Also, you should understand when the Gemara talks about beer, by the way, just stam Babylonian beer was date beer. Was not beer, was not, was not grain beer. Not important for this look at all. Just, just an interesting point. I'm sorry? Was, they say it was excellent. So it was excellent. So the Gemara says, and, and actually, interestingly enough, now that we started on this, interestingly enough, it, it's Koshal Pesach. It's Koshal Pesach, number one. And apparently, apparently, it's, it, it, it's, it's much more, um, what's the right word? More intoxicating. I, I get potent, right? It, it, the, 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 intoxica- the intoxication qualities were much higher than the, uh, than the Israeli counterparts. Okay, so the Gemara says, Avamaya leslanba. But to drink water, that we don't care about. See, even this idea, so now the Gemara is just qualifying all these ideas. See, even when we said that when it gets dark, you can't begin to drink, that's, that's, a drink, that's drinking a hush of drink, like wine or beer. But water, we don't care about at all. Meaning, what that, what that means is that even when it's dark, if you want to drink water, that's fine. Upliga Durafuna. And this argues on Rafuna. Because what did Rafuna say? Durafuna Khazye Lahu Gavra, the Shasa Maya Kodim Havdala. Rafuna saw a particular individual who was drinking water before Havdala. And what did he say to him? And he said, he said, Amrlay, Lo Mistifi Marme Askura is Mar Marza. Mar is a differential title. Is is the master is referring to this individual not scared of contracting Askara? I will say Askara usually is literally translated as diphtheria, right? This disease that ultimately causes a uh, constricting of the throat. People, people die by, by suffocation. Um, so what, what's interesting is, so, so sometimes the Gemara uses this, not necessarily literally. Doesn't really mean, what, what it means is the Gemara sometimes uses Askara just, just as a term to, to connote 
that a person is going to die by unnatural means. So apparently, Rav Huna saw this man drinking before, drinking before Abdullah, and he said to him, are you not scared of Askara? Rav said, that would seem to infer that Lamaisa drinking even water before Abdullah is not a very good idea. Okay. The Tana Mishmed Rabbi Akiva, because the Tana that's the name of Rabbi Akiva, that whoever goes ahead and drinks or tastes anything before Avdallah, shalom will meet a death of Askara. However, Rabbana Debe Ravashi Lokapti, but the rabbis of the Academy of Ravashi were not makbid on this. Lokapti Amaya. We're not we're not careful with water. They okay, they dafka, they didn't drink other things, but with water they didn't feel that there was such a hakpada. So both say just you should know, interestingly enough, these are both halacha lemaisa, meaning first of all, by the Friday afternoon case, that in the event that Lemaisa Shabbos goes into or excuse me, your weekday meal goes into Shabbos, which again it's not really much, so it's not really much. I think he mentioned a couple of days ago that, you know, where this happened most often in times of the Gemara is that people got married on Erev Shabbos. And what would happen is people would have weddings on Friday afternoons, and then the wedding meal would would be ultimately the Shabbos meal. So they begin the meal on Erev Shabbos, and they'd go into Shabbos. And I, I mentioned that, you know, in Eretz Yisrael, this practice is coming back. Not Friday afternoon, but, but now there's, there's a popular trend to get married on Friday morning. When I was there, I well, this summer, I did my, my first Friday, I never did a wedding on Friday morning before. Today, it's, it's, an, it's an interest, first of all, it's cheaper because it's breakfast, essentially. <laughs> it's breakfast, so yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's not, it's not like nobody's drinking as much. So, it's, it, you know, it's, it's an interesting, so again, that's why, if you ever, because we often wonder to ourselves, how are you ever gonna have a case of a, it's strange to us to think that you have a Friday afternoon case going into Shabbos. It's not so crazy you daven mincha beforehand. Remember, Mariv later on, you could daven later on also, whenever they're davening Mariv. And the idea was, so we, we the Shulchan Paskins, that the way you would conduct yourself in such a case is poris mapa, you'd simply place a cloth over the table. You need not bench first. You just go ahead and place a cloth over the, sh- over the table, recite Kiddush, Remove the cloth. Remove the cloth, and suddenly again you're in the midst of your Shabbos meal. Interestingly enough, in that case also you would bet when you bench, you insert ritzay, even though again you began that meal during the week itself. Now again, big machlok is by benching, which we'll discuss in terms of when the character of benching is actually forged. But that's your Shabbos meal. By Avdallah also we pass now again. Same, but however, on the back end, so we know shalashudas could go as long as you want, as long as you want. Avdallah is not kovah as we'll discuss. However, again, one must make sure to begin one's meal. We're, we try to be makbid before shkia, before sunset. Because remember, after sunset already, you get into a lot of halachic ambiguity with time. But even immediately after sunset, but sometimes, bef- sometimes bef- sometime before it gets dark. And the truth is, once the time for Avdallah comes, um, we are makbid to try to refrain even from drinking water. That we try to refrain from any act of eating or drinking once the time for Avdallah has actually arrived. Okay, so says the Gemara. Well, we'll see this more later on. I'm just tying up those loose ends for you. So the Gemara says, Ravina Ravina asked the following idea. Interesting Shaila. Let's say for some reason you didn't make Kiddush on Friday night. It, that's what that's what they call over here. 
<laughs> Erev Shabbos. L- literally, Erev Shabbos doesn't mean Friday. It means the night of Shabbos. So someone who did not go ahead and make Kiddush on Friday night, so can he go ahead and make up that Kiddush the rest of Shabbos? I will say you have to understand something. There's really only one Kiddush on Shabbos. Right? Because, again, Kiddush Shabbos day is not real Kiddush. It's what we call Kiddush Rabbah. It's Rabbinic Kiddush. And it's really just Bray Priyagafen. That's what it is. We, we, we tack on a couple of psukim onto that. But it's just Bray Priyagafen. Iker Kiddush is Friday night. Because you make a separate bracha of Kiddush on the Kaddish HaShabbos. Separate bracha of Kiddush. And this is the Bray Priyagafen. So Shiloh will say, for some reason, I didn't make that Kiddush Friday night. Can I actually recite that bracha of Kiddush on Shabbos day? So the Gemara says, Amalei. So this is Ravina asking Rav Nachman. Rav Nachman Yitzchok says, From the fact that the sons of Rabbi Chia said the following, Rabbi says, sons of Rabbi Chia said that if somebody did not make Kiddush on Matzah Shabbos, what can you do, Rabbi Chia? You have makeup. Makeup, makeup havdala, right? And when ultimately makeup havdala extends all the way until when? Until Wednesday. Until right, when he says Kol Shabbos, the Rashbam points out that that really what it means is until Wednesday. Halchanami. So, so I would say over here, Mishalo Kiddush Be'erev Shabbos, Mekhadish Vaholech Kol Yom Kulo. So I would make I I could make the argument that the same way that there's a makeup for Avdallah, that there should be a makeup for Kiddush as well. Obviously not until uh, not until uh, you know Wednesday, but Lemaisa at least through the rest of Shabbos. To which the Gemara says. To which the Gemara says, "Eisve, lele Shabbos v'lele Yom Tov, yesh ba'en kedusha alakos, v'yesh ba'en haskara beberkas amazom." So, once I listen to this, so now the Gemara quotes a brisa, and this brisa is going to pose a question. So, right now, Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak wants to suggest that the same way that there's a makeup for Avdala, there's got to be a makeup for Kiddush as well. So, what does the brisa say? The night of Shabbos. And the night of Yom Tov have kedusha alakos, have Kiddush, and they also have an insertion in benching. Shabbos v'yom Yom Tov, day ta- the day of Shabbos and the day of Yom Tov, ain't bahen Kiddush alakos. There is no Kiddush alakos. So once again, remember, what that means is there's no formal Kiddush. There's a bracha of Brei Priyagafen with some psukim, but there's no formal bracha of Kiddush. The Yeshvarim has karavabir kasamazon. And there is a, spe- uh, a special insertion for the identity of the day. So the Gemara says, well, one second. So, so what, what the Bryce is simply saying is, when is there Kiddush? At night. Kiddush at night, no Kiddush by day. says, one second. But if it's really true that somebody who did not make Kiddush on Friday night could make up that Kiddush throughout the entire day, then what? Shabbos v'yom tov nami mashkachas luhu bohen alakos. Then what, Rabbi It would turn out that Shabbos and Yom Tov do have Kiddush HaAlakos. Excuse me. That Shabbos day and Yom Tov day do have Kiddush HaAlakos. When? Because if you did not end up making Kiddush in the evening, you can make Kiddush the next day. Now, what is the Gemara asking? The Gemara is saying like this. The Brisa makes it sound like there is only Kiddush at night and no Kiddush by day. Under any circumstances. Now the Gemara says, but that's not a true statement. There, it could be a circumstance in which there is Kiddush by day. And when is that? When is that? If you didn't say Kiddush at night. So the fact that the Brisa does not even entertain that possibility indicates to us what? <laughs> that, that obviously that assertion or that assumption is flawed. That if you miss Kiddush at night, maybe there is no makeup during the day. To which the Gemara says, no, 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 don't read into it. The, the Gemara says, 
he responded to him, Di lo katani. I will say, sometimes when a brisa states a halacha, a brisa just states the halacha in the pure form. A brisa doesn't state the halacha in the what ifs, because again, you can't start listing all the variables. It comes down to think it's a little bit complicated. So the Gemara just says, the brisa is not talking about if you did not make Kiddush on Friday night. That's a separate halacha. But you know, so all the brisa is talking about is in the purest form, there is Kiddush on the night of Shabbos, on the night of Yom Tov, and no Kiddush during the day. But the brisa doesn't disprove the fact, or doesn't contradict the fact, that if you missed Kiddush at night, then what? Then what? Then you indeed can make it up the next day. So the Gemara says, Eisvei. The Gemara says, fine, we'll raise another kasha. Kavod yom, over kavod laila. So we'll say, here's something very interesting. Take, take a look at the Rashban for just a moment. Rashban says, kavod yom, kavod laila. Rashban says, im lo yayin harbe So, oh, mine megadim. So we'll say, listen to this. Let's say you have limited wine, or you have limited food. Not, and not necessarily even limited food, but limited good food. Limited nice food, bakavadik food. So what happens? So I say now the shaila is you don't have enough for the night meal and the daytime meal. So what should you do? So the gemara says kavod yom v'kavod laila. When it comes now, remember the concept of having a nice meal on Shabbos is part of the mitzvah of kavod Shabbos. Kavod Shabbos, right? Remember there are there are kavod Shabbos is uh, is an overarching. Is an overarching motif of Shabbos, and underneath that umbrella is oneg. Oneg is enjoyment, and part of the way we enjoy Shabbos is through a seuda. So the Gemara says, "Kavod yom v'kavod laila, kavod yom kodem." So we'll see why all this is later on. But again, if you have a choice between kavod of the day or kavod of the night, kavod of the day wins out. Right. So meaning meaning that that oneg Shabbos of the day is more important than oneg Shabbos of the night. And therefore, practically speaking, if you only have a limited amount of wine or a limited amount of food, you save that for the daytime meal. All right. Correct. 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 So we'll discuss. You could make Kiddush on challah in that circumstance. Well, we saw that already in Meseches. Brachas. We'll see that more here. We'll see that again here. Two great bottles of wine. Save the better wine for Kiddush Day. Save the better wine for Kiddush Day. Correct. So the Gemara says, again, we'll, we'll clarify these halachas, exactly how they play out. So the Gemara says, Now, if you only have one cup of wine, so both say, this is all in, 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 this, in the previous statement of the price, so ultimately, again, you have, you have, you have, let's say, enough for both, but it's a shayla ultimately of what gets the better. So what gets the better is the day. What happens if you only have one cup of wine? Omer alov kiddush hayom. So we'll say, listen to this. However, now we're going to get confusing over here just for a moment with what this wording means. If you only have one cup of wine, so what do you do with the cup of wine? You use it for Kiddush Hayom. Now, Kiddush Hayom means Friday night, right? So if you have only have one cup of wine, then again, which makes sense. Why? Because Friday night is the Iker Kiddush. See, even though, again, the real din of covered, that the obligation of real covered Shabbos applies during the day, but the mitzvah of real Kiddush is ultimately at night. Take a look at the Rashbam, first Rashbam, Kiddush Hayom, Kiddush Halaylo. That refers to Kiddush of the nighttime. Shemekachin es hayom al hakos balayla. Kodem lekavod yom. That ultimately the act of making Kiddush al hakos at night comes before the covenant of the day. Shelo yishta osa ba osa be'emtsa suda. 
there's an interesting tension. Because on one hand, you would see like this. The cup of wine represents what? An opportunity for kavod Shabbos. Because by drinking that wine during the meal, you're going to enhance your own your, your enjoyment of Shabbos. So it would seem to be, and we remember, what did we just say before? That the kavod of the day is more important than the kavod of the night. But yet on the other hand, that cup also represents your opportunity to be mekai in the mitzvah of Kiddush. And Kiddush, Laila Kiddush at night, is more important than Kiddush during the day. Kiddush Medoraisa is Friday night, but Kiddush Alakos is Dirabanan. You can fulfill your Kiddush Medoraisa by saying Vayichulu, right? But, but Kiddush, but Kiddush Alakos is Midirabanan. So we're dealing with all Dirabanans over here. So the Gemara says the following. Listen to this fascinating argument. I'm sorry, let me finish reading it. Because again, in our hierarchy, in our hierarchy, so as much as Kavod Yom comes before Kavod Laila, Kiddush Laila comes before Kidu, come, comes before Kavod Yom. All right? Now look at the Gemara suggestion. fascinating suggestion. V'im Isa. Now V'im Isa means, and if what you said before is correct, if what, what I said before, if it's true that if I miss Kiddush on Friday night, I can make it up on Shabbos day, I can make it up on Shabbos day, then I'll give you a great suggestion. L'shafke ad l'machar. Don't make Kiddush Friday night. Leave it till Shabbos day. Vile Ovid be Tarte. And you could get both. What's the both? You'll get Kiddush and what? And you'll also get covered. And you'll also get covered, right? So put yourself to, again, remember, this is only true. If it's really true that you can make up Kiddush that you miss on Friday nights, I have a good idea. Now, this wouldn't be called, this wouldn't be called missing. This would be called an, an active deferral. But go ahead and actively defer Kiddush until the next day. And this weekend, on that one cup of wine, you're going to get Kiddush because you can make up Kiddush. And also because you're drinking it during the daytime, Suda, you'll get covered. You'll be physically enjoying the Shabbos as well. To which the Gemara says, Amrle, no. Chaviva mitzvah b'shaita, because it is very near to us and dear to us to do a mitzvah in its correct time. The, Defer, avoid, it could be, it could be. So the, so the Gemara says over here, chaviva mitzvah b'shaita, that again, a mitzvah done in its correct time, is, is an even dearer mitzvah. Look at the Rashbam. It's the first part of the Rashbam. Chaviva mitzvah b'shaito. Kid'amr be'elu dvarim. Shahari hector chalovim ve'ivarim kishem kala layla. Ve'in mamtinam lahen b'shabbos ad shetekshach. So all the Rashbam is, going, is talking about over here is that again, we actually learned out that concept earlier with the concept of the burning of the fa- sacrificial fast. That even though it could have been done throughout the entire night, they didn't wait until nighttime to do it. They did it even earlier on. So chaviva mitzvah b'shaito means that if you have the mitzvah, this is a corollary of, of Zrizin Makdim and the mitzvos. All part of this same motif that we don't defer mitzvos. Again, we've seen already, yes, when, when you're under duress, when you have no choice, if you have to defer, you have to defer. But assuming there's no duress, we always try to do a mitzvah in its appropriate time. So to actively defer Kiddush till the next day, even though by doing so you're going to chap another, another mitzvah of Kavod Shabbos, that we don't do. Chaviva mitzvah b'shaita. One second. But we learned. If somebody enters his home on Matzei Shabbos, what happens? We saw this from Matzei two days ago. Remember, you walk into your house on Shabbos night. Oh, excuse me, on Matzei Shabbos. And what's the order? The order is you make Hagafen, Borei Ma'orei Aish, Borei Minei Besamim, 
And then the bracha of Havdana. We'll say, obviously, we are know already that reflects if you have Veshamai. We, we Lemaisa, of course, reverse it. We, we first say Besamim and then Ish, but that's okay. This is according to Veshamai right now. And then you say Avdallah. And remember, what, what, what did the Gemara say before? What did the Bible say before? We'll say, remember this case, that what happens if, again, Lemaisa, I come home, and now what? I need to make Havdallah, but I'm also going to have Malavo Malko. And what? I only have one cup of wine, which means that if I use that cup of wine, what's going to happen? I'm not going to have a coast for beer kasamazon for benching. So what do I do in that case? Manicho ad hamazon, kulon So we'll say, what did the Gemara tell me to do beforehand? And what did the Gemara tell me to do? The Gemara said, okay, you know what I do in that case, Rabbi Osai? I come home, I eat malava malka, and then what? And I do all of the brachos. Afterwards, look at the Rashbam for just a moment. So I eat, I eat. I have, I, right, I have Malav Malka. I bench. I bench over the coast. And then what happens? And then after Birkas Hamazon, I do Yayin Ner B'Samim V'Havdala Kebe Shamai Aliba D'Rabi Huda. And I will say, what does that show me? What does that show me? V'Hakim Afarshi L'Kamei V'Lo Amar Chaviva Mitzvah B'Shaita. And we'll say, what is that? Should I remember? When I got home, what was the time for? It was time for Abdullah. And yet, what did I do? I deferred have First of all, I did a couple of interesting things. First of all, I ate. I ate, which is interesting. I'm sorry. So, meaning, so, so, before, so, obviously, this is not going according to the previous sugya. But let me say again, I sat down. I had Malava Malka, I sang Zemiros, I said stories about Sadiqim, right? All the things I do at Malava Malka, and then what? And now I go ahead and then I bench, and then after I bench, I go ahead and I do Abdullah. I'm finishing Rashbam, Dahavi Bishas, Abdullah. So, again, back to the Gemara. So, what are you talking about over here? So, meaning, again, Lamaisa, don't tell me Chaviva Mitzvah Bishaita, because if that was really true, Chaviva, that we, we try to do whatever we can to a Mitzvah at the right time, then you know what? All right, you're not going to have a coast for, uh, for benching. No, no, there are times you don't have a coast for benching, but better to go ahead and do the mitzvah when it's right time. So listen to this. Remember, we'll say, this, is all, this is all a discussion. This is all a discussion between um, Ravina and Rav Nachman. Ravina is asking this from Rav Nachman. So comes along, comes along Ravina and says the following. Um, Right, comes along Rav Nachman and answers. Right, comes along Rav So Rav Nachman says something very interesting. He says, he says, Amrle, so Rav says to Ravina, Ana, lo chachima ana, velo choza ana. I'm not a scholar, nor am I a prophet. Now, now look at the Rashi for just a moment over here. This is amazing. Lo chachima ana, lo amina la midatoi, lo hada chaviva misabashaita. I am not espousing my own wisdom when I tell you this concept of Chaviva Mitzvah B'Shaita. Velo Chozo'ah. literally means Magid. Um, in, in, um, this is a good, not a conveyor of information. Like a Magid. Like a, like a Magid was a, a Magid was a, like a tra- There's a better word for it. Yeah, and then, yeah, okay, Velo let's just read the words. Velo Aminala Mishme de Gavri Yechida. I'm not telling you something over in the name of one individual. Velo Yechida, Anna. I'm not telling you just a solitary opinion. Ela Gamarna Visadarna, Anna. I'm going to tell you what I am. I am someone who learns in Yeshiva, 
and I am someone who has his teachings very organized. So right, so Nachum was saying is, I'm not, I'm not, tell, I'm not espousing my own wisdom, nor am I telling you again one solitary loan opinion. Nor am I telling you something I dreamed up. I'm telling you this: I learn in yeshiva, and I know my stuff. I know my stuff, and I'm telling you v'chein morin bebeit midrash kavasi. So Nachman says Travina, you could bring all the kashas you want. I'm telling you what they are saying in yeshiva is this is what they're saying chaviva mitzvah b'shaita. So I'm sorry. I don't, I don't know where he is. So the Gemara says, shiny lun. So the Gemara says something very interesting. So the, look at Sadar Na'ana. Misadar Shmu'asi Lifnei Rabosai. I organize my teachings in front of my teachers. Velo Gamar Na'ana Ela Misadar Na'ana. So we'll say the concept also Misadar it refers to someone. So we'll see, you have to understand something that these are the days when Tarush Baal was really Baal So Lamaisa, what does that mean? It means that you had to make sure that you really had your, your learning in order, so people with chazer, they would, they would, they would um, review. They're learning much more often in front of their abeim to make sure they had everything clear. So Nachman says, Ravina, I'm telling you that what I'm saying is correct. Furthermore, the Gemara says, Shiny lan bein iyule yoma lafuke yoma. There is a distinction between when Shabbos enters and when Shabbos exits. Why? What does that mean? First, let's take a look at Rashi. Iyule yoma. Rashi says, we want, to, we, we, we want to welcome in Shabbos as quickly as possible. So we'll say, the Gemara says another distinction. Meaning, remember, also what we were saying before is that this case that the Gemara brought before about Havdalah was seen to contradict the notion of Chaviva Mitzvah B'Shaita. Because what the Gemara is allowing me to do is come home and defer the Mitzvah of Havdalah until later. But if indeed Chaviva Mitzvah B'Shaita is correct, then what? That I should make Havdalah immediately. To which the Gemara says, you have to understand there's a difference. When it comes to the entrance of Shabbos, we want to bring in Shabbos as early and as quickly as possible. And therefore, that's when we say, Chaviva Mitzvah B'Shaita. Zrizin Makdim in the Mitzvah. Let's look at the Rashbam. Iyuliyam, once more. Nechavinle. We love the Shabbos. Va'avdin Kiddusha Me'artha. We make Kiddush as soon as it gets dark. Kihechi Dilenakte Iluyan. In order to bring it upon us. Hayo de Chaviva Mitzvah B'Shaita. This is what it means that... We love a mitzvah in its right time. Uzrizin makdimin le mitzvah. And ultimately, we, we explain, we display a, a zrizus, a certain quickness to do the mitzvah. However, afuki, or my next rashbam, kegon havdalah, ma'acherin lehechan da'ashkechan shum ali la'achure. We like to defer the official exit of Shabbos as long as we can. Kigon hecha de'in la'elakos echad, din ma'acherin le'ad la'achal ha'mazin. So we'll say, Gimar gives a fascinating answer, obviously. Let's read this in Gimar again. Shani lan bein iyuliyom alafukim. There's a difference between the entrance of the day and the exit of the day. Iyuliyama, when the day enters, kol kama dimikad minan le'adif. The more you could hasten the entrance of Shabbos is what we do. Now, both sides, that's how the Gemara explains what. That's why, even though if I only have one cup of wine, there might be a good logical argument to what? To pushing, to making Kiddush during the day. So therefore, what, what could I accomplish? I can get both the mitzvah of Kiddush as well as what? As well as covered Shabbos. Since there's a din of Chaviva mitzvah b'shaita, we do Kiddush on Friday night. However, afukeyoma, when it comes to the exit of Shabbos, there is a concept of deferring the official exit of Shabbos as long as possible. As long as possible. And therefore what? 
therefore again, well, the Gemara says, in order that Shabbos should not look like a burden. Tunas are made for a burden. That if, if you're looking at your watch, if I'm looking at my watch, and Mamish, I'm just ready to start Vurachum, right? Punk at the time that Shabbos is over, it looks like I'm rushing. Where are you rushing? Where are you rushing? Why? What, what's, what's the rush to go out and leave Shabbos? So says the Gemara, we try to defer the official exit of Shabbos as quickly as possible. And I will say, now why is that important? Because that helps explain the one cup Malava Malka case. That's why if I come home from Shul and what? There's only one cup of wine. So what do we do? See, right, what about Chaviva Mitzvah Shaita? So the truth is, it could be that Havdalah is the exception to that rule. That even though we say Chaviva Mitzvah Shaita, there's not a Chaviva Mitzvah Shaita by Havdalah. Why? Because there's another mandate by Shabbos, which is to delay the official exit, even though Shabbos is over when, as, as a function of time. But there's a, there's a concept to delay the official exit of Shabbos as long as possible. So therefore, in this, now again, under normal circumstances, we won't. Under normal circumstances, if it's time for Avdallah, I'm not going to sit down to eat Malava Malka first because I can't eat for Avdallah. But if I have this one case where I, don't have one, where I only have one cup of wine, then in that case, what will we do? We will delay the official departure of Shabbos so as to enable me to go ahead and bench Alakos as well. So the Gemara says the following. Shema Mina. Shema Mina. There are eight things that we learn from this particular. First of all, so you should just know that we do paskin that in the event that you missed Kiddush on Friday night. So let's say you know, let's say a person wasn't feeling well. This happens. A person went to sleep early on Friday. And they just didn't wake up until Shabbos morning. You would recite Kiddush on Shabbos day. You have to recite Kiddush over Shabbos. Ideally, we do it Friday night because Chaviva Misabeshaita. But if for some reason you did not, you would recite it during the day. You are starting from Yom Hashishim. Yeah, those are Pesukim. That's that we don't. I don't want to say we don't care about that. The Iker is the bracha of Mekadesh Shabbos. Yeah, if you want to say Yom Hashishi, you could do Yom Hashishi also. Doesn't matter. So the Gemara just says what we'll say. It's just interesting. Shema mina, Shema mina mi Hamas Nisin. We learn eight things out of this b'raisa that we just spoke about before. Number one, Number one is that if, even if you made Abdullah during your davening, you have to go make go back and make Abdullah ala kos. I will say the way Rashbam points out is the reason we know that is because the b'raisa said, So where are you coming from? Where are you coming from? You're coming from Shul, right? Where else are you coming from? So, right, so you're coming from Shul. So apparently you daven, you said Havdallah in Tefillah. Yeah, you still have to say Havdallah ala kos. Number one. Number two, Shmamina, Bracha tuna kos. The next thing we learn is that what Ravol say, that the Bracha, the Bracha obir kasamazon requires a kos. That we see, because if you're coming home at night and then what? You only have one cup of wine. We defer Havdallah until after benching, so that you can say Havdallah ala kos. Ushmamina, kos shal bracha tzarek shir. You know what else we see from here? That a koshal bracha, which means a kos that's being used for a mitzvah, requires a shear. I will say, how do you know that? Because otherwise, it's one cup. Otherwise, if it didn't need a shear, split the cup in two and use part of it for havdalah and part of it for benching after malava malka. Shmamina, hamavarech tzarek shiito. What else do we see? That when you go ahead and you make a bracha ala kos, you have to taste it. How do we know that, Abosai? Because otherwise, what could you have done? Made havdalah ala kos and just put it down, just not drink it, and then use it again for birkas amazon. Obviously, you have to to drink from it, and then what happens? Once you drink from it, it becomes pagum, right? It becomes, we saw this before, it becomes disqualified for any further use. Ushmamina, this is the next case. Ushmamina, tamo pagmo. Furthermore, what do we see? That once you drink from a cup of wine, from a cup of wine, you can't use that same cup for another mitzvah. Ushmamina, 
What else do we learn? We learn about say that as much as you're not supposed to eat before Havdalah, even if you ate, you still what? You still make Havdalah. Meaning, don't think that just because you eat, therefore, again, you've obviated the mitzvah of Havdalah. You still have to go ahead and make Havdalah. Tab of Kovav, Ushmamina, base Kiddushos, Alakos. What else do we see? That you can go ahead and make two brachos on one cup. As is evident by what? You're doing both Birkas Amazon and have done one cup of wine. And lastly, Ushmamina Beis Shamahi Va'aliba de Rabbi Yehuda. And also see that apparently we paskin like Beis Shamahi according to Rabbi Yehuda, which said what Rabbi Osai, that Lamaik said the order is first Ner and then Bissamim. So by the way, we'll see some of these eight things are Halacha Lamaisa and some of the things are not Lamaisa. The Gemara is just saying that from the Bryce we learn out these eight principles. We'll see tomorrow which ones we accept. We learn, we learn from the blemished situation that that's why. This is what we learned that, you know, people are very mocking about making sure the cost that they use for Havdalah or a second time is very clean and has nothing, has nothing, like no remnants in the... Well, no, remnants are not really a problem because as long as you're adding new wine to it, you're okay. So what, what, I've seen people like Just out of cover, out of cover for the, out of cover for the bracha. So, so, so.